don't be afraid. But best way is staying home and not to get this mm -hmm. because it's not easy. It is not easy. When you get through it, I, I went through this, you know, this like as if I, I don't even remember. I felt like I went to, into a tornado and I just came out of it, you know, safe and not not injured. But mm -hmm. I did go through, you know, it's it was hard and it's, it's going to be hard. So best way is not to get the virus, stay home, you know, and make sure you're you're you stay healthy, mentally healthy. Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast at the end of the day. This is Anuj Thapa. And this is me, Deepika Srasta. With us today is our guest, Neema Sharpa. Neema is based in New York City. Uh, well, recently, Neema's family was tested positive with COVID-19 coronavirus. The good news is her family is recovering very well. So today in our podcast, we have Neema herself to walk us through her experience and through her family's experience of their fight against coronavirus. Uh, Nima, so good to see you. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. My husband, he's doing great. He's energetic. He's cooking, cleaning, taking care of me now. <laughs> and the kids, kids, of course, back to their normal routine. They're, you know, one is playing with his gadgets and then the other one is uh, with the computer. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, Nima, why don't you uh, why don't you uh, tell us a, a little more about yourself? Um, yeah, my name is Nima Sherpa, and I've uh, I've been here in this country since 1998. I came here as an international student and um, became a nurse. That's what I always wanted to be, but I didn't know that I can be a nurse here. But United States of America, if you want to be whatever you want to be, you can be. And that was one big thing for me that I you know became a nurse and have two boys um, and a wonderful husband. And we've been married for, oh my God, long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nima, let's, let's take you to the second week of, week of March when you, uh, you felt uneasy on your stomach, right? Right. So let's, let's yes. talk about that. March 2, what happened was March 9th, I called in sick because I was sick. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know what what was it because I had some stomach issues. I wasn't feeling, you know, I was feeling tired. But then I was like, you know, it could be anything, stress, you know, raising kids and all kinds of nursing job and everything. So I went to work and uh, during the day around that 12 or 1 o'clock around that time, I felt this tiredness. I, I was feeling exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had this, you know, um, scratchy throat. For a, for a while, but I already, you know, I used to have the scratchy throat any time of, you know, the year. Right. So I didn't pay attention to the scratchy throat, but I knew there's something bothering me. But then I was, at the same time, I was like, you know, what, maybe I'm too much into this news, the coronavirus news here and there. Uh, maybe I'm reading too much. So I was, you know, I wasn't listening to my own instinct either. Mm -hmm. But then I went to grab it, you know, somehow I saw one of the, uh, the thermometer in my room and then I just checked my temperature mm -hmm. because I was feeling a little hot and you know I it could be you know I'm feeling hot right now because I'm a bit nervous and that kind of feeling you know so I was like mm. I checked my temperature and I had 99.4 or something and that that scared me boom right there I knew there's something wrong because I did not have fever for a long time. I, right. Last time I had fever was maybe I was, you, you know, your age, her age, maybe, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was pregnant with my little one. So I was like, it's been a long time. I, I'm, and I eat very healthy. 
I'm a nurse, so and then my kids knows we don't buy sodas, we don't. We, I just don't have unhealthy stuff at my home. So I asked my child nurse to give me my bag, give me a mask, and I went to Employee Health. And um, there I go. I was expecting to be tested for coronavirus, right. and it they didn't. I felt like they didn't even they didn't even know about it. Right. That's how I felt. They didn't even they didn't have they didn't have anything on place to check for coronavirus. Second week of March, right? Yeah, that was uh, March 12th. So I came home, got tired, you know, uh, it was already five something. So I had, you know, maybe light dinner and then I went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Friday morning, I was supposed to be going to work, <clears throat> but I knew I won't be able to go to work because I knew the symptoms. So I called the doctor again and I said, listen, I know you want me to go back to work, but I cannot because I have fever. I have now... 100 point, whatever that number was, 100.1, something like that. It was a lot worse than 99.8, you know. But still, the minute I found 99.8 on my ear, I knew it's it it has to be coronavirus. But then, again, you know, I had to listen to the doctors and other professionals around. So, but I, you know, took my precaution and he was like, oh, okay, it's Friday. You have fever, stay home. You have, you know, Saturday and Sunday and then Monday, you can go back to work. Okay. Then I stayed home mm -hmm. and, you know, I actually had a pretty good day. I relaxed, watched some movies and stuff, mm -hmm. did my regular thing. But um, Friday, Saturday morning, that was Friday, I spent the day. And then Saturday morning, my husband woke up and he had fever, cough, everything, all the symptoms. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I started to give him the Motrin and stuff that I started to take. And then, um, you know, we just took care of the, you know, uh, fever and, uh, and chills and everything, lots of fluids, lots of, you know, uh, and then I started making, maybe that day we didn't even make soup or anything. We just, with, you know, get, went along with the antipyretic, that's the, you know, fever medications and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, Sunday morning, he, it wasn't gone and I was exhausted. I had fever mm -hmm. and he is getting worse now and he's coughing really badly. And, you know, we were just in the same room sharing bed and everything. So mm -hmm. Sunday was okay. Monday, he was okay. Tuesday, boom, right. he crashes again. Mm -hmm. From Tuesday now, he can't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. He can't lift up his head. Mm -hmm. He can't even open his eyes. And he still had fever. And he has fever. Mm -hmm. He's coughing. And that kind of scared me. And, but... I was on the other end, I was talking with nurses, lots and lots of nurses, and they didn't know what's going on. And they knew, they even told me some incidents where people were scared to touch anyone coming from COVID right. because they were not ready. They didn't know what to do. Mm. In that case, I know my husband for a long time. So I knew that if he doesn't have someone close by holding his hands mm -hmm. and telling him that you can, he will give up. Mm -hmm. And I have two kids. So I was like... I got to do whatever it has, you know, I got to do. I told my husband, okay, we're not going to the hospital. We're going to stay here and we're going to fight this. So I went to my kitchen, got all my stuff, anti-inflammatory stuff. Mm -hmm. And thank God I had ginger. These are like, you know, Nepali home. <laughs> we will have ginger. We will have garlic. We will have cinnamon. We have, we will have, um, what else? Uh, lemons. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had everything in stock and besar. Turmeric, mm -hmm. that's turmeric. Mm -hmm. I went outside and I thought, you know, I'll buy a turmeric, but that was like too expensive, $24 or something. Right. You know, like maybe if he doesn't solo, this is, I can't put it in the food. So 
you know, I used our general regular turmeric. Mm-hmm. I dumped everything into soup. So I took my older son, he's 16, and we went to shopping. Mm-hmm. I went to Costco, bought all the, you know, like protein shakes and the, um, you know, Tylenol and zinc and, you know, all this um, multivitamins and, mm-hmm. um, and vitamin B complex and zinc and vitamin D and everything, everything I could, you know, I was able to, I wasn't even thinking, I would just grabbed everything, put it in my, uh, and then I had a fight as well in Costco because mm-hmm. Costco had a policy, one milk, one gallon of, one gallon of milk per person, mm-hmm. one paper, you know, b- a bundle of paper towel and um, w- one pack of rice. Mm-hmm. And I had to go there and I said, I'm a nurse. My husband is sick. I'm pretty sure I'm, uh, we have coronavirus. I had to tell them, right. uh, you, I'm telling you as a nurse that you do not want me to come back here again, again, just to grab right. a gallon of milk. Right. And at, at the same time, I wanted to convince them. I said, check my previous records. Mm-hmm. How many gallons of milk do we buy normally? Mm-hmm. I'm not just here as a panicked customer, panicked person, and I'm just not trying to grab everything, but I have a solid reason why I should be staying home. Mm-hmm. And then they helped. They were pretty good, you know. And they brought in, you know, uh, a senior uh, nurse man. I mean, a manager, mm-hmm. Costco manager, and she helped me ring all those extra ones on the side. And then I was able to get two gallons of milk and two paper towels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, and then I came, and then I went to Patel Brothers, the Indian store, and then I went crazy i just grabbed everything i saw like anything um you know um home remedies like um natural you know um herbs Mm -hmm. i grabbed all the herbs i said you know 200 spending 200 spend 200 dollars will save my life here maybe my family and maybe i won't be able to get out of the house so i grabbed everything i put it here and then you know, when I got here, then I Googled it and I was like, okay, maybe I can use this. All right. Yeah. I, I can't use this, you know, some of them because mm-hmm. I had to use anything that's available there. Just a quick question. By that time, you, uh, you didn't know that you, you were pretty sure that you guys have coronavirus, but medically you were not tested. So can you walk us through that yeah. story? Yeah. There we go. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sunday um, was what, uh, you know, on, on the 17th, that's the mm-hmm. 17th. My, when my first husband was not doing well, mm-hmm. I had to find out a way where we can go for a treatment or anything. Right. And I called and, and, and then it was, I was constantly checking the news that time because mm-hmm. I wanted to find out what's out there and what are we doing? What's the policies? And I heard Donald Trump go online mm-hmm. and say, well, anyone can go and test. And I was like, perfect, you know, it sounds good. So I, what I did was I went, um, I went around and they said, okay, CDMDs can, you know, urgent case can um, uh, test for coronavirus. So I called all the CDMDs. I wanted to be, make sure, I wanted to make sure that I don't go to a place it's where it's overcrowded. People were already in a panic mode and everybody wanted to test for even a little scratch of throat or a little, I don't know, whatever, all the symptoms. So I tried to go away from the, you know, subway, uh, CDMDs that's close to subway station mm-hmm. because I could drive and I could drive my husband. If he, if he, God forbid, if he doesn't have coronavirus, then I would not want him to get coronavirus, you know? Well, I didn't want him to, him and me go to a CDMT to pick up coronavirus because I knew 
CDMD will be overwhelmed with coronavirus patients, mm -hmm. symptoms. So I tried to go, you know, a little far away. I drove him there. I put him in a mask. Uh, we, you know, we put him in gloves. And then it comes to the doctor. And the doctor was like, we may not test uh, for coronavirus. And I said, you know what? I'm a nurse. You will test for coronavirus because I know for sure 99% my husband has coronavirus. Mm -hmm. If you don't, then I will just leave my profession. Okay. I will quit my profession. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I said, you know, he's coughing, the temperature, everything. It, it, you know, they did the test and he had, he had all the symptoms mm -hmm. except for shortness of breath. But, you know, he was just struggling, coughing and everything. And then they, do, they did two tests, negative. I knew for sure. By that time, she said, okay, we'll test for coronavirus. And I said, it's 99%. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. You mean the two tests that were negative, were they flu shots? Like, were they uh, tests they for were, flu? Yeah, they were for flu and streptor. Uh -huh. You know, they did two, two tests. And so finally, finally, they agreed to test. They agreed, yeah. They agreed and they tested oh. and then I left. Yeah, and the doctor took the sample and then you left. Then they told me, yeah, five to wait for five to seven days. Okay. But waiting for five to seven days was not easy. Right. I, you know, put my husband and myself in, in our bedroom and I told my kids not to go in here. Mm -hmm. My 16-year-old would come to us and talk and like this. He would cover his face mm -hmm. and he would ask, where is so-and-so or where, where can I find this and that, you know, when he needs to eat something or drink something. He would come and th thank God we did our best. Mm -hmm. But I knew six foot distance is not gonna ha happen in new york city apartment mm -hmm. i live in two bedroom apartment so for me by and also what i knew is by the time you show symptom you already gave it to many people true the virus mm -hmm. because you don't even have the symptom and you don't you don't know you have the symptoms right so mm -hmm. you already gave it to family members so what's the point for me now to tell my husband to leave in his room and drop the food from outside and panic more. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. We have to be family. Now let's fight. If we got the virus, we all got the virus. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how I, that's, that's where I started to think like that. Right. I had to hold his hands. Right. I had to tell him to breathe. Mm -hmm. I had to tell him to eat. How many days after the test did you actually receive the information from the doctor that he has coronavirus, that your husband has yeah. coronavirus? Mm -hmm. So I gave them full seven days. Mm -hmm. And on the seventh day, I called. And I was told, um, unfortunately, you have to tell you it's positive. Okay, so now what's next? Yeah. Right. What are we going to do next? Mm -hmm. And uh, she was like, you will stay home as much as possible. But if you have to go for your food and if you have to go for your medicine, that's the only time you're going to leave. Okay. And I had my food. I had my medicine. So I really didn't have to leave. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really leave the, the, you know, after that. Mm -hmm. We stayed home because, we, you know, we had to recover. We, we had to feel better. Right. And um, so we stayed home for a while. Right. And then, you know, slowly the temperature disappeared from my husband and then me and then the kids. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So by what time did you realize that your Sean... Uh, your two sons were also, you know, maybe infected with uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's exactly the day mm -hmm. they released that news in CBS, I guess, maybe. Okay. That's the day they said um, uh, coronavirus can affect kids. That's the day I got the thermometer out of my bedroom, mm -hmm. washed it with my soap and water, mm -hmm. and I went to check my, temp my kids' temperature, and they had fever. And that's the time I, I lost it. I 
I went to the bathroom. That's the time I went to the bathroom and I started to pray and cry and did everything. Right. And Ima, one more uh, quick question. Uh, by that time, you knew that your husband had coronavirus, but you and your sons were not tested. So uh, I, I, need, I just want to exactly. understand how, how yeah. it yeah. Good question. Mm -hmm. And when I called and I said, okay, now we're here, we're all, you know, mingling here around him. I, I had to take care of my husband. So should I go to test uh, for, and as a nurse, I knew it's, you know, it's, they know it's 99, 100% they know everybody has coronavirus now. So, but still, I wanted to find out if there is a way that we can go test. Mm -hmm. And they said, as a healthcare worker, you know, it's not necessary for you to now. What do we do getting a test? Mm -hmm. You know, we already kind of know you're positive. Mm -hmm. So the best thing would be, again, taking care of your symptoms and staying home and, to, you know, fighting for your life. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, and, I mean, he did, she didn't say like fighting for your life, but you know, that's the best way. And it made sense for me because I'm a healthcare worker. What do I get? Even, even if I go for testing, mm. what do I get? Nothing. Right. right. I'm left by myself to right. defend, you know, with this virus. Right. So now you were, you were in the mode of fighting for survival for your family. You were taking care of yourself, your husband, your two sons. Now, uh, uh, was there any moment when you really felt low? And if, if so, how did you cope up? You know, how did you, how did you boost your confidence? I, I guess that's, that's where I, I appreciate and uh, I have gratitude toward my profession. Okay. I know all this stuff. I've dealt with it. So I was like, you got to be the nurse for your family now. You got to be the doctor. I was telling myself again and again, you're the one you want. So what I did was I shoveled down the soup, even if there's no taste. I chew ginger just like that. I right. saw lettuce solo. But the good thing, one good thing what it did to me is losing the taste made me you know, able to chew ginger. <laughs> just right. like who can chew ginger like that and so right i mean it's right. so hard to chew ginger i was like you know okay that's not a big deal mm -hmm. and then i normally i have problem e eating apples and oranges because they're sour or too sweet or something and it takes time for me to eat in you know, one one maybe you know the piece at a time right. but this time i was able to eat finish the whole apple <laughs> and whole orange i even gobbled down the oranges and i was like you know what i'm the pilot now so I got to be right. I have to be, this is something we have a, in nursing profession. You have to put the oxygen mask first for yourself right. so you can take care of the others. And right. that's exactly what I did. I took care of myself. I took the, um, you know, I'm normally in my whole family. We are not into like medicine. We don't like to take medicine. Yeah, even and you we're not into, and my husband doesn't like to take medicine. You know, that's the family. We, we're, we're like that kind of family. Right. But I had to tell everyone, I said, Listen to me, guys. This mm. is the time we have to. We cannot say like, you know, I don't want to take medicine or, right. you know, I don't want to worry about side effects. Mm. This is the time to live. We have to live. Mm -hmm. And we will deal with side effects down the line. Right. But right now, we have to make sure we deal with the you know, temperature. We make sure we don't, you know, we don't cough too much mm. we, because it's going to deteriorate our, our, our health. We're going right. to get worse. Mm. And by the time, if we can't control our, you know, take care of our symptoms, right. then we have to go to the hospital. And right. that means you know what happens in the hospital. They will isolate you and they will, you know, it's not like nothing wrong with hospitals. What they're doing is the right way because they need to protect other patients and they need to protect themselves. Right. That's the right way. But do you have that confidence? Do you have that willpower? If mm -hmm. someone leaves you in one room mm -hmm. and then you will be able to take care of yourself, 
that's something you need to, if you're a fragile, you know, you need like, right. you know, your family around, it's going to be hard for you. And it's going to be hard for the nurses to look at you suffering. Yeah. It's hard right. for all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I, how I told. And my kids were not swallowing this or that. And I would say, this is, I didn't ask you for taste or anything. I'm not asking for your opinion. I'm doing this so we can throw this bomb for the <laughs> coronavirus. So we will explore that. We'll right. snitch it. We'll try mm-hmm. to chop that and we'll flush it down the toilet. That's right. what my, you know, one thing I would tell them about yeah. it. And my right. kids would be like, oh, there's nothing I don't want to eat. I said, I didn't, I didn't ask you to, whether you want to eat or not, right. you have to shovel this down and mm-hmm. we're shoveling this two down together for the coronavirus. You know, yeah. I have to encourage them. It's, 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 it's not easy when you're sick, True. you're not, yeah. you can't be, be motivated. So I did that. And the same way, my husband is a very good listener. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's also, you know what, it actually gives us that power because mm-hmm. we, we, as a human being, we want to live. Who wants to die? Nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that willpower, it actually comes within you when, it, when you need it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he started to drink. He started to eat. He would just, he would just continually do whatever I tell him. Thank God. Right. Some, you know, some stubborn people don't do that. Even patience <laughs> is hard for us. Yes. Right. And <laughs> thank so you so much. in a way it, it uh-huh. worked. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving us such a clear picture of how you and your family really <laughs> work together as a team. Right. You know, to, to like fight against yeah. the coronavirus. And Nima, w- one more thing. A p- audience might be confused about it. When you talk about medicine, because uh, uh, the, uh, there is no uh, specific medicine for coronavirus. When you are talking about medicine, what are you talking about? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When I went to the doctor, the doctor said, what are you taking? And I said, I bought my Advil. And he, she was like, okay, you know what? Uh, you can increase the Advil to 600 milligrams and, you know, three times a day. That's okay. the only thing I got from the doctor. Okay. And I came home, I had, as a, as a nurse, I, again, I think I'm thankful and I'm helping right now. A lot of people, I'm actually helping, taking their medications and I'm with the, mm-hmm. go get this and that and stuff because I know I, you know, th- what's going on within the patients, uh, within my family, within my husband, what's happening with my husband. So my husband was scared to take Motrin because the Motrin was in the news and everybody shouldn't take no Motrin. But I said, listen, some people Motrin works, some people Tylenol. Everybody is different. Even within my two, my two of my kids, my older son always needed Motrin. Mm-hmm. Tylenol didn't touch, didn't bring his temperature down. Mm-hmm. Another, uh, my younger one, he can Tylenol is fine. Anything is fine for him. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't like to eat. So I would rather not give Motrin to my little one because okay. he's not a big eater. Mm-hmm. My older one, I don't care because he eats well. So right. Motrin, it, it, you know, the side effect is like you can have a GI system, the problem. You right. may end up, you know, if you take it and if you don't eat, you may have a stomach ache and you may actually bleed within your stomach. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell my husband and my son, listen to me, guys. I'm the nurse. I'm telling you, you need to shovel this food, rice, roti, whatever it is there. And there's something solid you got to eat. And mm-hmm. right there, you got to, you know, you got to take the medication with it. Mm-hmm. So another thing is, I went from Motrin three times a day. I put it three times a day. That's how we take it at home in the hospital. We take six o'clock in the six o'clock in the morning, two o'clock, and then ten o'clock. So I I apply the same you know um, practice here in my house. And I said, okay, we can take the Motrin at six o'clock because I have to work together. We all have to work together. Otherwise, it's gonna exhaust, put exhaustion on me. 
and I won't be able to take care of them. So we all went like, a, like a, we had, I was running my one little clinic here. Mm-hmm. I had to make them first, first day, couple of days I had difficulty. So I was like going, jumping around, giving medications in the rooms and, you know, checking temperature. It, it, it is exhausting when you do like multiple times a day and you're the cook, you're the dishwasher, you have to do everything. So uh, medication wise, I took on uh, Tylenol. Motrin, Motin and Advil, it's the same thing, Advil. And then I had, I, you know, I just went and grabbed all the uh, cough medication. Right. Anima, uh, now we know that we, your family is healthy. Like, is there a way to know that your family is, uh, t- is now coronavirus negative? Like, how, how, how do we figure it out? When I told the doctor and uh, I called my employee health and said, you know, if you're temperature free for three days, you can go to work. Meaning now I can go anywhere. Okay. You guys need, don't need to be scared of me. We're all well. Our taste is all back. We're eating, we're enjoying food and everything. But we still feel that toward the evening, we still don't have that energy. Okay. I'm asking, I'm, I'm talking to, you know, I can, I'm, I'm looking at their faces and stuff. I could tell we're still, still, we need, we have time to recover. We need time to recover because it doesn't go disappear like that. And three days later, you, you come you know, out of it and you're fine. No, that's not the thing. You appreciate your taste. You appreciate you know, the food that you have around. And you appreciate that you don't have fever. And you appreciate you don't have cough. That's a good thing. But mm-hmm. for virus-wise, Lord knows. We need to do some testing and stuff, but there's nothing out there right, right. now, looks like. So we are supposed to be virus-free right now. Okay. But we don't feel that way. Okay. Now we've come to the end of the podcast. Uh, is there any message you want to give out to all uh, all of our audience who might be in a panic mode right now and who might need a moral boost? Yeah, thank you. Mm. You know, the best thing is right now, even if you go to the hospital, the best thing, one thing that we would be doing is controlling the symptoms. So if you have little fever, if you have little cough or something, don't panic. If you have the ability to stand up more than one hour in front of an emergency room, that means you have the ability to fight this. I'm telling you. So you need to take care of yourself. You need to drink fluids. You need to you know, drink your soup. You need to, you need to just get lots and lots of fluids, your medications to control the symptoms. You need to talk to your doctor. Obviously, you need to work with your doctor, but you don't give up and you just fight it. And don't forget, we have 80% recovery. People forget. We focus on only the sickness and death but what about the 80%? We all made it. 80% is a large number. So we all can do it, I, I believe. If you don't have any health conditions, underlying health conditions, we can fight this and don't be afraid. But best way is staying home and not to get this because it's not easy. It is not easy. When you get through it, I, I went through this, you know, this like as if, I, I don't even remember. I felt like I went to, into a tornado and I just came out of it, you know, safe and not, not injured. But I did go through, a, you know, it's, it was hard and it, it's going to be hard. So best way is not to get the virus, stay home, you know, and make sure you're, you're, you stay healthy, mentally healthy. You don't, be, you don't become anxious. Don't watch the news too much. You need the news once a day. Of course, you need to know what's happening around you in the morning. Once in the morning and then the, the rest of the day, make out the family it's a good time make out you know like a music com- comedy exercise and you know there are so many things to do online now be online but good toward the you know something that boosts your immunity happiness mm-hmm. dance sing you know these are the things that you need to be doing instead of like scare and 
if you're anxious and if you're scared, your immune system will give up too. And then you will be, you know, perfectly a good host for the coronavirus. So don't be the good host for a coronavirus. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nima, for sharing your story. And we wish you and your family a good health ahead. Thank you so much. On that very positive note of the hope of recovery after coronavirus, we would like to say a very special thanks to all of you for watching our podcast and listening to us. And yes, a very, very humble thanks to Nima and her family. Yeah, and stay home because this is the only way you can help everyone.